Good morning. Isn't it fun just to have everybody start to come across the country to celebrate Christmas, to have the family come in, to just, uh, what, what an anticipation we have. Yesterday I braved the, uh, the crowds and uh, it kind of moved me as I saw people in a crowded shopping mall and a crowded store being kind to one another and showing and giving, giving way to each other. Oh. And then I started thinking, do they really know why they're celebrating? This morning we're here to celebrate our Savior's birth, and we hope that you came with that same anticipation. Let's pray. Father God, what a, what a great gift that you gave to us. You gave us yourself. And we just come this morning to worship, to praise, to lift up your name, because you are a great and holy God. And so, Father, we do. We celebrate this morning your coming. In Jesus' name, amen. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of the shadow of death, a light has dawned. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders. And he will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this.
This is how the birth of Jesus Christ came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together she was found to be with child through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was a righteous man and did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife.
in those days Caesar Augustus Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria. And everyone went to his own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in clothes and placed him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today in the town of David a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in clothes and lying in a manger. Suddenly a great company of the heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace to men on whom his favor rests. had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. Sing we now a Christmas, you'll we begin. Listen to 
Sleeping in a manger was the holy child.
on this holy night so long ago a story was written and a song began a miraculous gift was given and silence is simply impossible in the presence of it all now our hearts are so overwhelmed by God's love that we want to cry out I do to shout to jump to sing and worship and adore the King of Kings and Lord of Lords Jesus Christ we've been praising him with songs of old but let's stand now and let's praise him with songs from today
most of the story of the Savior's coming to the earth revolves around the humble and the ordinary. A simple girl, a carpenter, shepherds, a little town, a stable. But then wealthy men from a distant land came bringing treasure. Jesus deserved it all, their reverence and honor and lavish gifts. Yet he was worthy of more than that, and he still is. Let's pray. Father, we come as children who have opened a gift, and it's beyond our wildest expectation. You have given us your Son, and we worship and praise you. And Lord, as we come and as we understand the gift that you gave, Lord, it moves our hearts to give back. And Father, I pray that as we consider, as we think of this story, as we hear what you have done, Father, that we would give back our hearts and our bodies and our minds. Lord, we give you back what you want, and that is ourselves. So, Father, we would offer up that to you this morning. Lord, just turn our hearts to you. And, Father, as we think of that great gift, we just ask that as we now, in just some small way, give back our tithes and offerings to you, Lord, that that is a part of our worship as well. We ask in Jesus' name. Amen.
Well, Merry Christmas. What a joy to be together as a family of God, celebrate the birth of his son, Jesus. I don't know about you, but I love, again, this time of the year, I love the Christmas spirit. I love how people are kind to each other. I love how people will come and shake your hand. I love how doors are opened for those uh, walking into the mall. I love people smiling with each other, and, and there's a sense of the children just laughing. And I was driving in my neighborhood uh, just the other day when the snow was out, and all the kids were out in the street and having snowball fights. And just as we drove by, they're just waving and, and full of joy. Last night, driving into Belmont Park and all, see all the Christmas lights, and there at one of the street's ends was Santa Claus and Mrs. Claus giving out candy canes and as the snow fell and it was just a beautiful time. I love the Christmas spirit and I love what it brings to our lives. And just as it appears every year, it also fades away. It fades away like the wrappings that so beautifully adorn the Christmas presents in the morning as we toss them out at the end of the day. And there is within each of us a longing for the Christmas spirit to stay. We want it to remain. And that longing is with this babe in the manger. That is truly what we long for, and his name is Jesus. He is the one who was sent. And our longing is only fulfilled in a relationship with him. Jesus Christ, Savior of the world. Peace unto all men. Peace with God. Listen to what Jesus says to you and to me. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. So do not let your hearts be troubled. Do not be afraid. That's the peace of our Lord bestowed upon us. You see, we all want peace, but we are at war. We are at war as a nation. We are at war in our souls. One old German soldier tells a story of his longing for peace as he fought in World War I. And as you know the history of the battles of World War I, they were fought in the trenches. And in this case, it was the Germans and the British. And in between is no man's land. And in trench warfare, you could literally hear the opposition just across the way as they spoke. The battles were fierce. The trenches were full of death and, and just the smell of battle. <clears throat> and so the soldier tells of his longing for peace in that time. 
And he tells the story of how on Christmas Eve, how on this moonlit night, as all of the boys were in the trenches, the Germans and the British, on how out of the trenches of the British side came this tenor voice singing in him, The Lord is my shepherd. And all was silent. And then, a few moments later, from the German side, came the song, a beautiful baritone. The Lord is my shepherd. And they sang together. And they sang some of these words. For thou art with me. Thou art my rod and my staff. They comfort still. My head thou dost anoint with oil. And my cup overflows. And they sang together. And in God's house forevermore my dwelling place shall be. And then the night went on and the bitter cold. And then in the morning at the dusk of Christmas, at the dawn of Christmas, out of the trenches of the British side peered four British soldiers and they climbed out and they walked into the middle of no man's land. And you know what they were carrying with them? A soccer ball. And they started to kick it around. And the Germans peered out of their trench and they came out. The middle of a field in France in no man's land, during World War I, on Christmas Day, Germany played Britain in a soccer game. <laughs> I'll let you decide who won that game. You may have a favorite. And there was peace. And there was a truce. And there was joy. And there was life shared together. And then after the game, they went back into the trenches. And this old German soldier shares. And the next day, the carnage began again. Bayonet attacks and fire and more blood was spilled. And the ravages of war took over. Everything was back to its troubling normalcy. Stuart Briscoe comments on the spirit of Christmas. And he says, the spirit of Christmas will produce a truce, but not peace. It is only by receiving Jesus Christ as your Lord and as your Savior that you will have peace for your soul. Therefore, since we have been justified, we have been made right through faith, we have peace 
with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. That's the good news. And as we long for the spirit of Christmas, may we come to see that the spirit of Christmas needs to be superseded by the spirit of Christ. Briscoe continues, he says, The spirit of Christmas is annual, but the spirit of Christ is eternal. The spirit of Christmas is sentimental, but the spirit of Christ is supernatural. The spirit of Christmas is a human product, but the spirit of Christ is a divine person. And that divine person is this babe in the manger that we come to celebrate Christmas. And he invites you into relationship with him, Prince of Peace. You know, there were two things, I think, that the soldiers in those trenches longed for. One was for peace. But the other was to come home. As we hear from our soldiers in Iraq, there is a longing to, to come home, to be back with family, to be received, to be at rest. You know, there's another story in the scriptures of a young man who was in the trenches, in the mud. And as he was in the mud, he, <clears throat> he looked down. And as the parable goes, he longed for just the pea pods that the pigs would eat. And as he was in the trenches, he realized that he had a home that he had a place to return to, and, and he lifted his head up out of the muck and out of the mire and to realize that there was a father that he had. Even though just a little while ago, he had told his father that, I wish you were dead, so give me my inheritance so that I might go and, and live my life on my own. Even though he had pierced his father's heart to the most severe degree, he lifted his head up and longed to go home. The scriptures say he longed to fill his stomach. And when he came to his senses, and some of us need to get to that place, and we finally come to our senses that there is a father who loves us. And he said, how many of my father's hired men have food to spare? And here I am starving to death. I will set out and I will go back to my father and I will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and I have sinned against you. And I'm no longer worthy to be called your son, so make me like one of your hired men. And so he got up and he went to his father. But while he was still a long way off, 
his father saw him, and he was filled with compassion for him. And so he ran to his son, and he embraced his son, and he kissed him over and over and over and over again. Come home, son. Jesus tells us the parable to show us the Father's love. Will you return to me? Do you know that I wait with open arms? And come and have peace and come and have rest. And not only that, I'm going to throw you a celebration. This is going to be a real Christmas. This is why I came. For the son of mine was dead, and he is alive again. He was lost, and now he is found. And so they began to celebrate. That is the story of the loving father. The father who sent his only son that whoever should believe upon him should not perish, but should have a home everlasting with God at peace forever. Will you come? And this radical, forgiving love is not the spirit of Christmas. It is the spirit of Christ, this babe in the manger who grew up. That he has come in the world to offer you peace and life. And so this morning he invites you. Will you come home? Will you receive the gift of my son? Merry Christmas. Let me pray. Father, what a gift you have given to us. The fact that you receive us. You know we needed Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for the gift of your Son who came as a babe and who grew up to be our Lord and Savior as we believe upon him. Thank you that we have life through him. And Heavenly Father, we just again, we thank you in this season as we remember, we thank you for the gift. And thank you, Father, that we can come home and that you're not sitting there pointing the finger at us and reminding us of all the things we've done wrong, but that you embrace us and kiss us over and over. And Father, turn our hearts. May we come to our senses and rise up and come home. We love you, Lord Jesus. Happy birthday. Amen.
The light shined in the darkness, and it still shines today through you and me. As we live lives of total surrender to the Father's will, our light shines to everyone. And let this night be a reminder that our beacon of hope and grace comes only through Jesus Christ, our Savior and the light of the world.
And out of the silence came the word. The word that speaks to you and to me. Jesus. The word that says, Peace unto you, I offer it. The word that says, I love you, no matter what. Come home. And God the Father who says, Merry Christmas, here is my son. God bless you all. God's peace upon you. Merry Christmas.